Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, cosmic empowered little girls with destructive personalities, a bracelet with seven points, a jerkish attendant, the world's most unlucky girl, and unteaching. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 173. What is the deal with the number 7? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts inventing reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and yes, what's up? Yep, we're back for another fun-filled episode, and it's pretty cool because, well, today is exactly one month from the biggest event in New York. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, New York Comic Con, an event which me... Baz, Mystery Girl, and Rays are going to. It's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty fun. We're going to have a blast, I promise you. Because I'm psyched. I'm ready. I'm completely just jazzed up because there are lots of stuff going on. Going to get some more vertical link mangas. Going to check out some of the cool stuff. Get a bunch of free stuff. And we're going to be at a hotel. We're going to meet a bunch of our friends. It's going to be a blast. I am so psyched and ready. It's a month away. And well, I'm just really jazzed up to do it. See it. See everybody. Talk to everybody. And just, well, it's going to be a fucking blast. But, before I get any further, remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparker.com. You can email me at zansparker.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on several other social media websites. And, to top it off, you can buy any of our earlier reviewed material at amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash sparkin, where we sell our merch and all that money that goes, not to me, but to us, so we can buy new equipment, new microphones, new headsets, and we can make a better podcast for you, our listener. Yeah, sounds like a completely interesting pitch, and hopefully I can prove it's true. Just send us money, and I'll make it so. Trust me, don't worry. But, so, what is new with you guys? On my end, well, you don't want to hear me ramble about all this crap. I know what you're here for. You're here to listen to me talk about manga! So let's get to that. Because if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated to us that we were reviewing a manga 
which surprisingly is in a weird place because it is a shoujo series that is a little, even for me, a little unusual. And it came out 2008, originally released by Shuisha. It's never being released over here. It was written and drawn by Mayu Sakai. There's seven volumes, and it is a kind of magical girl, harem, mystery, adventure shoujo series. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Momo Shumatsu Tien Iyokosu. And I know I'm pronouncing that phonetically and not correctly, but doing the best I can. Or Momo, the world is... Now ending. Now, this manga is a little bit different because our main character, she's pretty generic. Her name is Yumi Onagiri. And she is the most unlucky girl you've ever imagined. I mean, when you first meet her, she gets a letter from her uncle or father, depending on the translation, that he's leaving. He's leaving town, he has a debt, and she's on her own. And, uh, well, happy birthday, by the way. I'm leaving you with all my debt, and you're kind of SOL. So she's on her own, alone, depressed. And her best friend, this guy named Kanaka, is like, Hey, how you doing? You can stay with us if you want. And Yumi's like, No, no, I can't do that. That's not right. Your family think I'm a burden. I don't want to deal with them thinking poorly of me. I'm just so unlucky, my life's terrible, and Kanaka's family owns a bakery, and he's like, look, we made you a cake, it'll make you feel better, any trips and falls, boom, cake's fine, but he, it's, seems like she has this aura of unluckiness around her, and she's really depressed, because she's unmotivated, and things are not going good for her, I mean, she goes to school, and her teacher tells her, yeah, listen, we have a small problem with your last two tests, see, when you handed in your examination papers, you handed to your math teacher, your English sheets answer key, and you hand it to the English teacher, your math test answer key. So, as opposed to them just saying, hey, I'll give this to the math teacher and this to the English teacher, make it a lot easier, they say she has to redo all of her tests again. So, things are not going good for her. The boy that she likes in school doesn't even realize she exists. She's depressed and sad, and life is not going good for her. And She reminisces on the fact that when she was a child, they kept saying that the world was going to end, and she's wondering in the back of her head, what if I could make the world end? Wouldn't it make it a much better place? And as she's musing this, she sees a little girl playing in the street with a little apple as a car is coming towards the little girl. So Yumi freaks out, pushes the girl out of the way, and saves her. And when she saves her, this really nice guy says, Oh, thank you for saving Momo. It's really important. Are you all right? And he's like, uh, Momo looks fine. He's like, no, 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 I'm not talking about Momo. I'm talking about you. Are you okay? You look a little scratched up. If you want, come with us to our big mansion. We can make you feel better. So Yumi goes with this guy who introduces himself as Sanari to go up to talk with them and take care of her, make her feel better. And she goes in there. You see Sanari's friend or partner, this guy named Nanagi, who's this black-haired, mean guy who's just like, what the hell are you doing here? Why are you at our mansion? And Sonari's like, look, uh, she got hurt saving Momo, so, well, we gotta make her feel better. And as they're making her feel better and they're cleaning her up, Yumi starts talking to Momo and says, so, Momo, are you a princess? No. Are you a rich person? No. Well, then who are you? I'm the devil! And Yumi's like, what? You're the devil? Uh-huh. 
Are you sure? You, you seem like a princess, and I think you're a princess. And Yumi endears herself slowly to Momo. And then Momo has some tea, gets yelled at by Nanagi, who's pretty much he's a douchebag. But he seems like he's, you know, that typical male sundry character. He's a jerk, but he probably has a good heart. But he's mean to her. Yumi runs away, ends up getting into an accident, trying to save a what was looks like it's a cat in a box, but it's actually a teddy bear in a box. And she has a pretty much a breakdown. Because when she gets hurt, the Nagi saves her, and then in order to keep her alive, he takes off her clothes, and she's freaking out because he saw her naked. And Yumi's freaking out because someone that she's not even with saw her naked, and she's her life is horrible, and she just wishes the world could end. And as she's saying this, she hears Momo on the other side of the door saying, Hey, Yumi, if you want, I can make your wish a reality. It's like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And then, poof! They're suddenly out into space in a weird box that's transparent almost, like it's an energy barrier. And we learn the deal. Momo is someone who destroys unused stars. Stars that have no purpose. And she pretty much literally obliterates them. She looks at them, goes, poof! It blows it up. Doesn't matter, that's what she does. And she's come to Earth to evaluate it. And She's decided, in her infinite wisdom, her being a millennium-age-old being who's in the body of, like, a seven-year-old, that Yumi is going to be Earth's representative. Yeah, I know, the unluckiest girl in the world has to defend the Earth, and minutes before she said she wanted to destroy the Earth, so how's this going to work? So, Yumi's freaking out, and she's just, what am I going to do, what am I going to do? And Momo says, it's really easy. All you got to do is give me seven good reasons as to why the Earth shouldn't be destroyed. And... We'll give you till your 18th birthday, and you just turned 16, so that's two years to show me reasons why. And as she's freaking out, she kind of trips and falls, her bag opens, and the cake that Kanaka's family made for her falls out. Momo sees it, eats it, and suddenly, poof, onto Yumi's wrist, a bracelet appears with a star on it, and she gets one point. So she has two years to get six more points. And I know what you're thinking, you're like, wait a minute, so the food made her feel good? Yep, it was because the food was so tasty that shows a high culture and that should be saved. So, you me thinking, hey, let's make it a lot easier, I'll just buy a bunch of really good food, give it to Momo. Next day she comes with a bunch of food, gives it to Momo, Momo's like, uh-uh, nope, too much, too good. So, pretty much they've made it that she has to have different experiences, it can't just be all six different foods. So, the games begin. And like I said, you have Nanagi, the mean attendant, who seems like he's got an ulterior motive. Like, he almost wants to get rid of Momo. Because he says to Yumi later on that there's been no plant that's actually succeeded in this seven-point plan. And also another demon shows up, this young boy named Pico, who's actually weaker than Momo, and tries to beat the hell out of her. Momo kicks his ass, and oh, he has a patch over his eye. And he admits that there's no way to win, but Yumi doesn't want to hurt Momo because Momo is a little girl and she's become attached to her. So it's become this story of, will Momo destroy the world? Will Yumi endear herself enough to save the day? What's going to happen and what is the deal with Nanagi? And Sonari's just there to be the nice, blonde-haired, happy guy. Realistically, this manga is... Blah. 
it's okay. It's not great. It is what it is. It's a story about magic and wishes, and it says it's a harem, and I could see it because Nanagi's kinda into Yumi, and so is Kanako, who keeps showing up to kinda save the day, yet he's too stupid to realize that this little girl could destroy the world. Like, she has a temper tantrum because she wants to get a planetarium. And he's like, well, I, you can't afford a planetarium, but I know you can get a little those micro ones. And he's kind of insightful, but he's really simple-minded and doesn't see the obvious. Art style is shoujo-tastic. Big eyes, everyone's really pretty, the boys are very bishonen, and the series is just, well, it is what it is. It's a shoujo series. So, plot is meh. Story is meh. Honestly, out of our five-point rating, it's a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but forgettable. I mean, there's not much to it. It's just her trying to show what's going to happen in the world. And I mean, eventually, what happens is that Nagi's job is he has to protect Yumi from other beings, so he ends up going to school, hijinks ensue. It's a typical shoujo series. And unlike some of the other ones I've read, this one just did not grasp me at all. I mean... It's got an interesting premise. The fact that you have, she has two years, seven points. She starts off with one point, and the question is, can they go away or what? But just it just, it didn't hold my attention as some things could. Still, it is what it is, and it could be an amazing series. We don't know. And, well, what am I going to say? I mean, it's a series which is just one of those series. Check it out if you like Shoujo series, or if you want something which is kind of different, or if you want something that's very the same. So with that in mind, let's get... Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes www.dotspocker.com. You can email me, zanspocker.com, Facebook, Twitter, amazon.com, forward slash Let's get to that part most of you have been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only... The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on Oregon News. We're spinning that one, not only the Wheel of Manga. And when we're in our land, that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 174. Finally, we're almost at 175. We're almost at 200. We'll see. So let's spin and see what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Number five. That's a weird title. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm reviewing a manga which is about a murder case. The Teddy Bear Murder Case. Sounds kind of cool. I wonder if it's about teddy bears committing murder or if it's the culprit is a teddy bear. I don't know. We're going to have to see and wait and find out. So, guess it's it for this episode. I know it's kind of short, but, well, kind of, eh, I'm feeling it, but. I don't know, maybe it's just because the news is kind of psyching me out a little bit. But still, New York Comic Con to look forward to, and like I said, we got some movie reviews coming out and a lot of other stuff, and Builder Con reports out, so you can check that out. So, that's it for this episode of Spark and My Review. Remember, I'm your host, Zon. Catch you next time, and I am Gonesville. See ya.
お元気ですかなんだかよくわからないけど、ヒイラギは師匠になりました。人生何が起こるかわかりませんね。次は土田先生、よろしくお願いします。発掘なさい次回は三角関係と山本先生の一日のお話です。お楽しみに。